of Simply Unprofessional. Tonight, I am your host, Rob. It's just me. I'm going to talk tonight about the new season of Overwatch, Season 9. Well, I mean, Matilda's here too, so I guess I'm not completely alone. I don't think she's going to say anything, though. Huh? You going to say anything? Nope. Nope. She don't care. Uh, <clears throat> so, Season 9, brand new season, just started yesterday. No, Tuesday. Today's Thursday. It's two days ago. Um, basically, they completely revamped the entire competitive game mode. Um, I'm going to read, kind of read through the patch notes and discuss it a little bit. Uh, so it says, Welcome to Season 9 Champions. Season 9 brings core gameplay updates, reworked competitive game mode, New co-op event that will test your courage of the bravest heroes as they face a dangerous threat of cosmic proportions. Um, so, first is the new event, Cosmic Crisis. This is the first new mini-event that they've made um, since, like, Archives, I think. <clears throat> um, the Archive events from a while ago. Um, I mean, unless you count the because they did the pieces of the PvE mode that they they basically scrapped. But I don't know if those really count, because they're not events. They were supposed to be part of, like, the, the story to continue the lore. This is obviously just a, like, mini non-canon uh, event thing. Uh, but anyway, it's called Cosmic Crisis. It says, Face off against eldritch abominations and the twisted reality of Cosmic Crisis. A brand new co-op mission. Work with three other players to repair your ship and escape the ruins of Echo Point Antarctica while fighting off the monstrous Null Sector. But keep an eye out for your teammates. An ancient power lurks in the shadows waiting for its chance to strike. So, <clears throat> what this is, is if you've played the Echo Point Antarctica map, it's on there. Um, your ship crashes, you have to like, either dig it out of the snow or... Uh, or it's on fire, and you have to put out the fires, and then you have to go around trying to repair it while Null Sector bots attack you. But then there's this thing, this many-eyed, many-tentacled thing, basically like Cthulhu-esque uh, thing comes at you, um, and changes the bots and makes them weird and whatnot. Now, we didn't know this at first, the first time we played through, because uh, Beast was like, Who's talking to me? It sounds like Ramatra or whatever. And the rest of us didn't hear anything. So we were just like, well, I don't know. Uh, and then she was like, near the end, it was like, she was like, it says answer the call. What does that do? And um, we're like, I don't know. I don't see answer the call. And she's like, you don't see it? It's like right in the middle of the map. It says answer the call. And we were like, no. And she's like, we were like, go do it then. And she was like, nah. So then we played a second time. And it was, it, 
it was James that was getting talked to, and uh, so we realized, like, if you answer the call, you actually betray your teammates, and you join the other side and try to destroy the ship before it leaves, so your friends can't uh, escape. But, uh, so yeah, it, it's kind of fun. It's it's not like a, let's play this over and over and over and over again. But it's fun to play a couple times. It wasn't bad. Um, <clears throat> uh, so other than that, uh, and they all have the, the characters that are available. I don't remember all of them. Um, but they all have the new, like, basically this season's skin um, theme is all, like, Cthulhu-like skins. Um, so all the characters that got skins for it are available to play in that. It's like uh, Moira, Soldier, uh, Torbjorn, Lifeweaver, Sigma, and a couple others. I don't remember all of them. Um, but yeah. Uh, so competitive updates. <clears throat> Uh, says developer comments with your feedback we've made new improvements to competitive play that aim to provide more transparency into your progress after every match plus we introduce a new skill tier and new competitive rewards to earn uh, so first is the skill rank reset so now this was supposed to reset everybody's rank to, to unranked uh, in theory I suppose it did, but not really, because even though we hadn't played yet, we tried to do a joint game, and it was telling me that my tier was too low to choose one of, like, damage when we were playing together, and even before we even played one game. So I'm like, how does it know that if rank is reset, we should all be the same rank? But it's telling me that my rank is too low to play with you guys as a DPS. Um... So yeah, so it's not really a rank reset. They just said it was, apparently. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so in theory, everybody's rank was supposed to be set to unranked, like below below bronze. Um, it says all ranks in rule queue, open queue, and competitive play have been reset to unranked. Untrue. Uh, so then you play placement matches now. You have to play 10 placement matches, and instead of per season like it used to be, it is now per year. So you play the 10 placement matches, and you'll be in the same uh, rank until next year. Then you won't have, you'll have to play placement matches again in, two, in uh, 2025, uh, no matter how many seasons there are. Like at the season, you're not going to have to do placement matches at the beginning of the season. It's just the beginning of the year. Um, but it gives you a predicted rank for every placement match. And, of course, you know, uh, my placement match uh, uh, projected rank is it, tank is bronze 5, DPS is bronze 5, and uh, support is bronze 3. So, woohoo! Uh, so, you know, bronze 5 is the lowest you can get. So, apparently, I'm terrible at this game that I really like. <laughs> But it's fine. It's still fun, even though, like, if they put me up against people of my own rank, it's fun. It's when they put you against, because we were talking to some of the other teams they put us against, and there was one that was, like, platinum, where the highest person rank, estimated rank on our, our team was, like, gold something. It's like, why are you putting us a bunch of bronzes, silvers, and golds against the platinum team? And, of course, we were completely wrecked by that team. It's like, okay, even your matchmaker in the freaking <laughs> rank uh, 
uh, placement matches is busted. Blizzard. Um, but now every time that you rank up, it gives you a new estimated... Well, not every time you rank up, but every, after every match, it gives you a new estimated rank, what it thinks it's, you're going to be at the end of the placement matches. And then when you actually play the real competitive game, it will tell you what if you went up and down after every match and why it's supposed to give you the reasons like um it says competitive updates have been reworked instead of requiring five wins or 15 losses to get a competitive update updates now happen after every match uh going forward the competitive updates page now hosts information about your rank in roll queue and open queue as well as your progress level towards competitive points <clears throat> um, skill modifiers now appear on a competitive progress page after each match. Skill modifiers provide information on how much rank you will gain or lose after each match, including win and loss streaks, rank instability, and match favorability. So basically what that is, at every match now it's going to tell you why you either went up or down and how much you went up and down based on whether you were favored to win, whether you're favored to lose, how much of a streak you're on, whether your rank is unstable, like you playing thing a lot of like being inconsistent basically between matches about how you're playing, like and it shows you all of that information now after each each uh, match. Uh, versus screen, the range of ranks for players in each match of the competitive play is now displayed on the same screen for both teams are shown with their name cards, player icons, and titles. So what that is, is at the beginning of the match, now it shows you the range of your team and the other team. So like if I was playing, it would say bronze five was the lowest to like silver two or whatever, whoever the highest rank on the team was. And then it'll also show you the same thing for the opposing team, whatever the lowest rank in the team is and the highest rank to show you the range of who you're playing against. So, you know, when it's like, oh, we're a bronze team playing against the diamond team. You know why you're getting wiped out, but not why you're playing against them. So, you know, that's cool. <laughs> uh, new grouping requirements. Bronze through diamond players may group with players with two skill tiers within two skill tiers above their own skill rank. Um, so, this this is why it's it's a little weird that it wouldn't let me play dps and stuff with some people because they were in gold and i was in bronze so bronze two gold is within two skilled tiers of bronze so i don't understand why it's cutting out other things it seems a little odd unless it means specifically five like if i'm if i'm bronze five i can only rank up or uh group up with gold up to gold five and not just silver and gold like maybe it's actually the numbers i guess that would make sense that must be what it is now that i'm thinking about it so because I was a uh, bronze three in healing, it let me go up, uh, group up with a person that was like gold four or whatever, because, you know, rank three is, and rank four is within two. So it must go by the numbers as well as not just the, like, the, the metal. So you must have to be within the, the number, uh, two skill tiers of the number as well, I guess. Uh, master players may group up with other players within one skill tier of their own rank. Grandmaster players may group up with other players within three skilled divisions of their own rank. Now that's, the tiers are the different, like, diamond, platinum, masters, whatever. 
so divisions are the numbers like diamond one, diamond three, diamond four, except it's grandmaster. Obviously, it's grandmaster one, grandmaster two. So you have to be within three numbers to to group up together in grandmaster, and then champion the new rank, which is now above grandmaster. Um, it says champion players may group with only one other player within three skill divisions of their own skill rank. Um, so yeah, so champion is the new rank for uh, for competitive. It's above grandmaster. Um, I don't. I'm assuming it's. I don't know if they replaced top 500 with champion or if champ 500 is still a thing because they used to have the top 500 players were were different than the the Grandmaster players, but I don't know if this is just replacing that now. It's like they're going to be called champions, or if they're still going to have a top 500 above champion. Uh, I guess we'll see when people are done with placement matches. Uh, art and UI updates. Skill tiers and skill division art for rank icons have been redesigned for improved readability. The competitive skill tier legend has been redesigned to include updates and new relative information. Okay. Um, competitive points. Each win will now grant you 10 competitive points, each draw grants 5 competitive points, and each skill, uh, each loss grants 0 competitive points. Um, then there's competitive progression now, um, competitive challenges that award additional competitive points at the time of the season has been replaced with new competitive pro uh, progression system. Each match grants you progression towards your competitive progression meter, and after earning 30, you will receive an additional 100 competitive points. Uh, wins award three pro progress towards your competitive progression meter. Draws and losses award one progress. Um, so that's basically there's a meter now in the competitive games that if you get up to 30, if you fill up the bar with 30 points, you get 100 competitive points to add to your pool for buying the new weapons. Uh, so they changed the weapons too, which I don't see listed here. It might be further down, but you can't get gold weapons at at the moment if you unless you had enough points in previous um, seasons to get the gold weapons. You can still get them, but the credits, the competitive points pre from previous have become legacy credit pre, uh, legacy competitive points. So those can still be used towards gold weapons, but the new competitive points can only be used towards the new emerald weapons until the end of the year. Once the year is over, then the new points convert to to um, the legacy points, and then you can use them to buy the gold weapons. But currently, they can only be used to buy the new jade weapon or emerald weapons. Is it emerald? Or? It's emerald, yeah, not jade. Uh, so there's new emerald weapons instead of the gold weapons that you can get for this year. I don't know if they're going to have different ones for every year. They might, since it's a whole year and not just a season anymore. Um, but yeah. So now everybody has a, a jade weapon you can, or a, I keep saying jade, an emerald weapon you can unlock as, a, as opposed to the gold one. Well, I mean, uh, in addition to the gold one, I suppose, because then you could still get the gold one at the end of the year if you want the gold one, if you keep the points and don't use them. Uh, I think it, I, was, I looked at a chart and it was like, even with the like, oh, you get 100 extra competitive points and you get however many for winning. It said if you had a 50% win rate of your matches in competitive, you'd have you'd have to play like 260-something games in order to get one Jade weapon, which is a little ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, uh, so matchmaking rating. At the start of the season only, the internal matchmaking ratings for all players have been adjusted to push players closer 
to the normalized average, approximately gold three. It didn't put me at gold three. <laughs> Matchmaking ratings have been, have been decayed. The higher the rank, the more it has decayed. Most players will start at a lower skill rank and division than their most recent rank. I don't know what that means. If it was supposed to be rank reset, why is it saying approximately gold three? Whatever. Anyway. Uh, competitive challenges. Competitive challenges were removed. Rewards and progress for competitive play are now displayed on the competitive progress page, and titles are rewarded at the end of the season. Okay. Uh, player progression. Added a new set of visual upgrades. Hero game mode badge upgrades start at level 500. Progression level badges upgrade the start of the level 2500 wrecking ball title rewards are renamed from champion to champ to align with junk queen's usage of the title and to avoid confusion with the new champion rank okay uh, adjusted amount needed to level up on certain sub badges for malga and alari i don't know what most of that means so we're just going to skip it uh, friend endorsement. Okay, so now you can you can now endorse your friends, which you couldn't before. Uh, it didn't allow you to endorse your friends after a match, um, but now you can every twelve hours. <clears throat> uh, uh, they introduced new crosshairs. Uh, there's a new reticle types that have been added: square, box, align, triwing, and fall off. Uh, there's new dots, there's the ring, the square, the triangle, the cross, and the heart, and now there's new color options for them as well, both the dot and the reticle, brown, dark red, light red, light purple, gray, and teal. Uh, and now the hero updates. Oh boy. Uh, it says, Season 9 features changes to the fundamentals of Overwatch gameplay and affect every hero. We heard the community feedback around some game pain points and these changes are in response to many of those most damage dealing projectile sizes have been increased by a new global modifier added at the base side size uh, so 0.5 meters added 0.5 meters to hit scan projectiles at a high rate of fire speed such as tracers pulse pistols and reapers hellfire shotguns added 0 0.08 meters for hit scan projectiles that are more precise such as cassidy's peak Peacekeeper or Soldier 76 Heavy Pulse Rifer, Rifle. Added 0 .05 meters for travel time projectiles that, uh, that are shotguns or have very high rate of fire, such as Roadhog Scrap Gun or Mantra's Void Accelerator. Added point, 0 .1 meters for travel time projectiles with a speed greater than 50 meters per second, such as Zenyatta's Orb of Destructions and 0.15 meters of, for travel time projectiles with speed less than or equal to 50 meters per second, such as Ferris rocket launcher. Very large projectiles with a base size greater than 0.5 meters have been excluded from these increases, such as the Reese's Javelin, Reinhardt's Fire Strike, and Sigma's Accretion Rock. <clears throat> uh, so basically they increased the projectile sizes of all, almost all weapons. Um, so anything that's like super like super small and fast like like this tracer's pistols uh sombra's machine gun uh they've increased by 0 0.05 the bullets basically everything to make it easier to hit and like 
for for every hero. So every projectile a weapon has been increased in size to make it easier to hit. Um, a caveat to that is both uh, Junkrat and uh, Kiriko had their because this is like a global thing they've added to the game. So they actually reduced the base size of Junkrat and Kiriko's weapons because they found that they were too easy to hit with these. So now, so their base size was reduced so that the increase in size doesn't cause as big a, a difference as it does for the other heroes. So theirs are a little bit bigger, but not as much because with the, the full advanced size, they were way too easy to hit with. With. So those are the only two that don't get as large of an increase in size in their weapons. Uh, but everybody else does. And if you look at, like, TikTok or stuff, you'll see how big the projectiles really are. Because people are showing that, like, you can be very, like, kind of far off, not aiming at a person, and still hit them. <laughs> uh, because the projectiles are so large now. Um, so other than that, uh, they increased the health armor and shields of all characters by 15 to 25 percent uh all heroes that were 150 to 175 hp have increased their hp by 25 200 to 300 hp heroes have had their hp increased by 50 and 300 plus hp characters have had their health increased by 75 to 100 hp uh All ultimate ability costs have been increased by 10% because obviously because you're going to be hitting easier with the increased projectile sizes so they compensated getting your ult a little slower so that it's, it actually ends up being about the same as it used to be. Uh, passive regeneration for all heroes. All heroes now regenerate 20 health per second after being out of combat or after not taking damage for 5 seconds. Um, so this is the new passive they give into every character. So if you remove yourself from combat and don't take damage for five seconds, you start to heal on your own. So you don't have to rely on uh, supports as much or going off to find a health pack. If you just basically take cover for a little while, you'll start to heal on your own. Uh, support role passive was changed because that was their passive. So now that all the characters have it, um, it's basically the same thing, but it's much faster about half the time. So after about 2.5 seconds, you start to heal as a support. Uh, damage roll passive was changed. It used to be a reload speed bonus after eliminating a, uh, different another character. But that's been removed, and now they have their ability to deal damage reduces healing by 20% for 2 seconds. So anytime you hit someone as a DPS, you're reducing any healing they get for two sec by 20% for two seconds after you strike them. <clears throat> um, or while you're striking them. So if you continue to strike them, obviously, until, until the last time you've struck them, it will continue to reduce the healing they receive by 20%. I will say that this is much more difficult to keep tanks alive as a support. Because uh, we were having a problem because like, usually the tanks like to be in the middle, right in front. And then if you're of support behind them healing them you're not you're not healing them as for as much as you used to and they tend to get really easily melted um and then for quick melee strikes which is your punch button they increase the damage from 30 to 40 to like compensate for the new amount of health um so basically way they, what they did was because they made it easier to hit with the larger projectiles they give everybody a little extra health 
to make it so that you have to at least hit one more time than you used to have to to, to eliminate them, basically. Um, some characters, obviously, more like the, the tanks. They added, like, two or three more hits you would need to, to eliminate a tank or whatever. Um, so they've lowered... They've made it easier to hit, but they've also increased the amount of life to make it so that it's not as... Like, it's easier to hit, but you have to hit more times in order to kill someone, basically. Um, so the individual changes, D.Va for tanks. <clears throat> this is D.Va. Pilot health increased from 150 to 175. Mech armor increased from 300 to 375. Uh, her self-destruct explosion alt was changed. It says explosion maximum damage increased from 900 to 1,000. Inner explosion radius, the radius for taking max damage before fall begins, was increased from 4 to 6 meters. So D.Va's bomb now does more damage and it does it in a larger radius it does the max damage in a larger radius rather um doom fist health increased from 300 to 375 rocket punch max impact damage increased from 50 to 75 max wall slam damage increased from 30 to 40. Um, so they're adjusting some of the the damage that non uh, because, like I said, they made the projectiles bigger so that it's easier to hit. So that's why they gave people more life. But because they made people give people more life, they had to adjust things that aren't projectiles, basically, to do a little more damage in order to compensate for the extra life people have. So, like, Diva's Self-Destruct now and Doomfist Punch and Wall Slam have to do... And, and the Quick Melee, obviously, they changed that too. Have to do a little more damage in order to basically kind of keep up with where they were before the new season. <clears throat> uh, Junker Queen, health increased from 300 to 375. Rampage, wound damage over time increased from 60 to 90. Malga, health increased from 300 to 400. Arisa, armor increased from 275 to 350. Ramatra, health increased from 200 to 275. Reinhardt, Health increased from 200 to 250, and armor increased from 250 to 275. Rocket hammer damage increased from 85 to 100. Wall impact damage increased from 225 to 275. Like I said, <coughs> because those aren't projectile weapons, they didn't get the size increase, so instead they get a damage increase to help deal with the increased health. Uh, Roadhog, health increased from 550 to 650. Sigma, shields increased from 200 to 275. Winston, health increased from 200 to 225. Armor increased from 200 to 250. As Tesla Cannon, primary fire damage increased from 60 to 75 damage per second. And Primal Rage, punch damage increased from 40 to 45. Uh, Wrecking Ball, armors increased from 100 to 175. Zarya, health increased from 100 to 175. Particle Cannon, primary fire beam width increased from point. 0.15 to 0.2 meters. Um, so basically, because her her laser beam isn't a projectile, they increased the size to make it easier to hit with that as well. And I'm, I believe they did the same thing with Symmetra because of the beam, making the beam larger instead of, obviously, because they're not projectiles. All right, on to damage heroes. Ash, Bob's, or Ash's health increased from 200 to 250, and Bob's weapon damage increased from 14 to 17. Bastion, uh, health increased from 200 to 250. Cassidy, health increased from 225 to 275. 
Initial damage for Deadeye, his ultimate initial damage rate increased from 130 to 150. Uh, damage rate increased from 260 to 300. That's for his, if you let the skulls appear. Obviously, they had to increase the damage of that. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to, to kill people with it if he holds on to the onto it until there are skulls, obviously. <laughs> uh, Echo. Health increased from 200 to 250. Focusing beam width increased from 0.2 to 0.25 meters. That's another one, a beam they increased the size so it's easier to hit. Uh, ultimate duplicate maximum combined health value increased from 300 to 350. So in Echo's, you know, duplicate form, she now has 350 health instead of just the 300 that she was at. Um, Genji. Health increased from 200 to 250. Dragon Blade swing recovery decreased from 0.9 to 0.7 seconds. So basically this allows Genji to use, for when he uses his ultimate, to swing the more times in order to do more damage because obviously people's health increased so it's it'll be a little it'll take a little more for him to kill people with this with swinging his sword around so they've made it so he can swing it a little faster hanzo health increased from 200 to 250 storm arrows damage increased from 65 to 75 cooldown reduced from 10 to 8 seconds um so again they've They've increased the storm arrows because even though they have a bigger size, they also don't do as much damage as his regular arrows because it's his rapid fire one. So they've increased the damage they do, so it's more in line with what people's health values are, and they've made it so that he can use it a little bit more often. Junkrat health increased from 200 to 225. Frag based projectile size reduced from 0.25 to 0.2 meters. Like I said, that's because they didn't want to increase his as much as the rest because it was too easy to hit with his bombs that way. So they've reduced the base size so that the, the global size increase basically brings it back to what it was, maybe slightly bigger. <clears throat> uh, May, health increased from 250 to 300. Farah, uh, so Farah was completely reworked for season nine. Uh, so the developer comments, Farrah has a significant update that empowers more individual play and shifts her movement capabilities from high up in the air to more horizontal movement that can cover distances quickly. Uh, so her health was increased from 200 to 250. Her rocket launcher recovery reduced from 0.85 to 0.8 seconds. Projectile speed increased from 35 to 40 meters per second, so her rockets fire faster now. Explosive self-damage is reduced from 50% to 25%. So now she doesn't damage herself as much with her own rockets anymore. Uh, so it, that's been reduced by half of what it was, which was normally half damage. So now it's a quarter of the damage it does to other people. Um, so, you know, if you put your shield right in front of her face when she's using her ult, it'll take a little longer to kill her. Uh, basically, it's that's uh, been... They made it that way so that she can use the rockets, basically fire the rockets at the ground to jump up without doing as much damage as it used to. Because uh, she can't, they made it so she doesn't fly high in the sky anymore. So basically she's jumping around a bunch. Uh, Jet Dash, new secondary fire ability, provides a quick horizontal boost in a direction Farah is moving. Eight second cooldown, added a setting to activate Jet Dash on double jump instead. <coughs> Uh, so that's her new ability. It basically, instead of going up in the air, it launches her forward 
uh, and if you want, you can set it to is normally your or alt fire on your on your mouse, but you can set it to be double jump if you want instead. Uh, jump jets, which is our old going into the air, it now restores 50% of hover jet fuel and can briefly overfill the maximum fuel amount. Vertical boost height reduced by 20%, <coughs> so jumping it won't bring her as high as it used to. Uh, cooldown increased from 10 to 14 seconds. Uh, so her knockback thing, I don't remember what it's called because it didn't list the name for some reason. But whatever she used to do that used to blast the ground and like knock people away. Its cooldown was now re reduced from 9 to 7 seconds. The explosion now deals 30 damage to enemy targets. The explosion radius is reduced from 8 to 6 meters and the knockback is reduced by 10%. Uh, in exchange for doing damage, I assume. Uh, Barrage, which is her alt, now instantly refills her hover jet fuel. And then her hover jets, the speed boost is increased from 20 to 40. Now requires landing to recharge the fuel, so it doesn't recharge in the air like you used to be able to like use it a little, then start to drop down as it refilled, use it a little. You, you can't do that now. You have to touch the ground before it'll start to refill the fuel. Um, and it can now be activated without fuel to slow your descent. So if you're in the sky and you run out of fuel, you can still use that to slow down and glide kind of like Mercy does until you hit the ground. All right, uh, Reaper, his health increased from 250 to 300. Sojourn, health increased from 200 to 250. Railgun, secondary fire, base projectile size reduced from 0.1 to 0.07 meters. Uh, so they reduced the size of her railgun shot as like just like Junkrat because they didn't want it to be too big, that to be too big. So they reduced the base size so that it's not uh, increased as much by the global size uh, increase. Uh, Soldier 76, health increased from 200 to 250. Sombra, health increased from 200 to 250. Symmetra, shields increased from 100 to 150. Uh, her photon protector primary fire beam width increased from 0 0.25, 0 0.2 to 0 0.25 meters. So again, like Zarya, they increased the size of her beam so that she it's easier for her to hit. Uh, Torbjorn, health increased from 200 to 250. Tracer, health increased from 150 to 175. Widowbaker, health increased from 175 to 200. Supports, Anna, health increased from 200 to 250. Baptiste, health increased from 200 to 250. Brigitte, health increased from 150 to 200. Uh, and then her rocket flail damage was increased from 350 to or 35 to 45, 350. <laughs> I was just swinging around that Macy just does 350 damage. Wow. Um, but yeah, so again, they increased Brigitte's damage with the flail to offset the fact that they couldn't make it bigger and easier to hit. So now it does more damage due to the, the increased life of everybody. Ilyari, health increased from two, 200 to 250. Kiriko, health increased from 200 to 250. Kunai base projectile size reduced from 0.18 to 0.15 meters, again, so that it didn't get quite as large from the global uh, increase. Life Weaver health increased from 175 to 225. Lucio health increased from 200 to 250. Uh, sound wave damage increased from 25 to 35. Knockback increased by 12%. A movement lockout duration increased from 0 0.3 to 0 0.45 seconds. So that's Lucio's boop, basically. They increased the damage because of the health increase. 
but they also increase the amount it knocks you back and how long you can't start to move forward again. Uh, Mercy, health increase from 200 to 250. Guardian Angel, active duration on jump crouch cancellation reduced from 1.5 to 1 second. Uh, and then, so basically, like, if you do the jump cancel to, to jump high in the air, it... <coughs> um, it reduces your guardian angel by 1.5 seconds instead of one just one second. So that's a little bit of a nerf there. Uh, sympathetic recovery, health recovery increased from 25% to 40% of healing delf. So Mercy has the sympathetic healing where she heals herself as she heals targets. They've increased the amount because of the nerf to healing from the 20%. So basically, because they're you're healing 20% less on targets that have been hit by DPS, they've increased her the healing she recovers from it just because, and basically to offset that that loss of healing for the 20%. So so it remains relatively the same as it was. Uh, Moira health increased from 200 to 50. Biotic grasp secondary fire damage increased from 50 to 65 damage per second. Secondary fire target acquisition radius increased from 0.6 to 0.7 meters. So again, that's because Moira doesn't have projectiles. They're increasing the size that her beam locks on slightly to make it easier to hit and the amount of damage it does because obviously she can't get headshots and stuff. So they're offsetting the, the amount of extra life people get to make it more in line with what it was. Uh, Zenyatta health increased from 75 to 100. Shields increased from 150 to 175. And that's it for that's all the hero changes. Map updates, Junkertown update, new nighttime lighting theme. So yeah, they changed the Junkertown map slightly, just the outside. Uh, they didn't change any of the inside, I don't think. Um... I don't know, they did change the inside a little bit. Hmm. Uh, but the, you'll notice the biggest changes outside. Uh, <clears throat> new nighttime lighting theme. New building near the first point to provide more cover and block along sight lines. Added a water tower near the first point to block sight lines from upper choke positions. Added more vehicles near the cliff to provide additional cover and blocking long sight lines, reduced the cliffside path to tighten the space to reduce overall footprint uh, of the area, removed a small health pack on the secondary area balcony that was easy for defenders to overuse, added vertical beam at second choke point to remote movement out of the upper floor and make the choke easier to defend, widened the then added cover in a hallway in the third area to make close quarter fights easier to maneuver. Uh, says developer comments we've added more cover including new structures to help counter some of the long sight lines around the first checkpoint additional changes in the third area allow attackers to push through certain chokes more easily so those are the changes to the junker town map um, and basically that's it uh, other than bug fixes uh, yeah there's a bunch of bug fixes but that's that's it um, so yeah, there's a bunch of new skins this season, um, a lot of them are pretty cool. I, I actually bought the Battle Pass this season, I didn't buy it last season because I didn't really care for any of the skins. The new Mythic skin this season is for Moira, um, it's, it looks pretty cool, 
Um, a lot of the skins are cool because they're all like Cthulhu or uh, <clears throat> Lovecraftian skins, which is kind of cool. Um, there's also some circus ones, like there's a, a Ringmaster um, uh, Winston, which is cool, you know, I like hats and, and all that kind of junk. <laughs> um, and then it looks like they're going to be doing a, a crossover event with Cowboy Bebop. Haven't seen that yet. It's, I mean, it's probably Cowboy Bebop skins, I'm assuming, like it was with uh, One Punch Man. Um, but at the end of the trailer, they had uh, Cassidy, like, walking uh, with the tumbleweeds and all that. And then it started playing uh, Cowboy Bebop's theme song on the jukebox. So I assume that's going to be crossover. I'm um, looking real quick to see if there's anything else. Um, Valentine's Day, obviously, they did. They have the Valentine's Day um, Hanzo up again, like they did last year. But this year, they also have Heartbreaker Reaper, uh, which is kind of a cool skin. And he has a thing where he stabs a heart balloon and <laughs> deflates it and stuff. Um, it's also Lunar Year and Year of the Dragon. That's kind of carried over from last season because it's, it's not over yet. Um, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, let's see if there's anything more interesting in the battle pass that I forgot about. <clears throat> Not really. Like I said, it's a bunch of, like, Cthulhu-esque skins or Lovecraftian skins. Um, but they're all pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so that's it. That's the season nine in a nutshell. Um, we'll see how it goes, I guess. Like, it's only been two days. We've been trying comp a little bit to see. Um, so far, it's been okay. Won some, lost some, um, but it doesn't seem like the matchmaker is still quite great. But it might just be because we're doing placement matches. Hopefully, um, oh, and the the new titles for the end of the battle pass. If you finish it, um, they are Betrayer, Haunted Shadow, Monstrosity, Blinded Eye, Cosmic Being, Chaos Bringer, Ancient One, and Eldritch Nightmare. Pretty cool. Alright, um, that's it for today. I don't really have a science corner or, or a quote because I actually have to get to work. So, um, but that's it. So, thank you. And I will see you all next week. And as always, fuck Booster Go. I ain't the kind of wary time. Working up from nine to five. I tried that life but said goodbye. Simply unprofessional